0: Welcome to the Rust Podcast. And of course, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, hey, this is a really interesting podcast because we talk about everything. We do comedy. Um, that's Tanisha Nicole over there. She's a wonderful woman that uh, really puts everything together for us. And, and she's smart. She's beautiful and has great kids, a great wife and everything. You know, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm putting all your whole business out there. She has a credit score of like (laughs) 750. Oh, my Um, gosh. Oh, yeah. I wish.
1: I wish that was my credit score. Thank you for that.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. (laughs) So, uh, you know, of course, everybody heard about that uh, man, if if a man, a subhuman, that um, had uh, an assault rifle, an AR-15, and killed his neighbors. Yeah. And uh, at the time of this um, recording, uh, they caught the guy. There was a massive manhunt. Um, he killed this family execution style. Heartless. So that means that he lined them up or something in, in their home and, and did this. And this guy was uh, an illegal, what they say, an illegal alien. I mean, he's been deported to Mexico about three or four times. And he's back. Mm. And he has a history of violence. This is why we're talking about gun control laws. Well, no, it's like, it's people that that kill people. Yeah, but some of these people are not well in their heads. Okay? Yeah. And that's why we're asking for just basic legislation that says, hey, you have to pass a psych psych test. There's a number of things you have to go through. But now, places like Florida and, and Texas, you don't even need a permit. Any nut on the street, any nut on the street can get a weapon. And they're shooting people. People, basketballs rolling in people's yards, shooting them. Mm. But, you know, the despicable thing is, like, five lives were, were taken off of this earth, including a nine-year-old boy. And the governor of Texas demonized them. Oh. These illegal aliens were killed. That was designed that for his base so to disgusting. go. For his base to go. Uh, <sighs> Well, I'm not going to worry about it. They were here illegally. They shouldn't have been here in the first place. That's the thinking.
1: So disgusting. No value for human life. But yet they claim they value human life when it comes to women's abortion rights.
0: It is absolutely crazy. And I'm I'm at a point right now, I am really scared. I was walking my dog. Mm -hmm. And I mean this. My dog started to walk up into somebody's yard. I yanked him back. Oh, no. I don't want to step on somebody's yard because I don't know the rules. I know Super Ken probably knows all the rules about what time amounts you being on somebody's property and when you can shoot. But I think you have to be inside the door seal of somebody's house. Mm. I'm not exactly sure. But nowadays, we got to worry about our little kids playing in somebody's yard.
1: Yeah, and a ball rolling into the yard. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and you know, now a lot of the, the gun owners that are not responsible feel emboldened. Because they know they're, like, they can do stand your ground, that there's so many things to defend themselves in defense of themselves. I just don't see how a basketball rolling into somebody's yard poses a threat to you. Yeah. I don't get that.
1: And, you know, the situation of the cheerleaders that uh, were going to their cars Mm -hmm. and the girl that accidentally got into the car not knowing it wasn't her vehicle— Russ, right. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Yeah, where Oprah I've has gone the same to the wrong car. car. Yeah, and I'm like, oh snap! And um, it's scary. One Christmas holiday season, I went to go put my—I uh, had a whole bunch of gifts to put in the right. back of my van, right? Right. And I walk into the parking lot, and I see my Honda Odyssey at the time. Mm-hmm. Go to click it, and it, I open up the trunk. I start putting my stuff in the back of the van, right? Mm-hmm. Only to realize there was a car seat in the back of the van. And then I realized this is not my vehicle. So in my mind, I thought I had unlocked it because the trunk was was open. It was already unlocked. So here I am at this parking lot, woman of color. Mm -hmm. And I said, when I start taking these bags out of this trunk. Wow. And I was nervous as heck because I was like, and I kept saying out loud, I made a mistake because yes. I didn't know who was around that right. would accuse me of stealing because it's holiday season. People steal stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, it, it worried me. But see, this diff- stuff wasn't going on back then. Right. So to this, like, it's just scary. The mistakes yeah. that you make
0: because you just don't know who's out there and and has a gun. Yeah. And is just dying to use it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: There are some of those kind of folks, like, I just can't wait to shoot somebody.
1: They're trigger happy.
0: Absolutely. Some of
1: I, them are police officers, but...
0: You know, I... I, yeah, yeah, and that's the other fear. You know, you've got some folks that that wear a uniform that are not mentally capable of yeah. exercising their duties. And, and I'm not saying that about all police officers, because there's a lot of great police officers that, you know, follow the law and so on and so forth. But there's a lot of them out there is like they feel like I'm empowered. I can use this gun any kind of way I want because I have this uniform on.
1: But let's also be clear. And I want to be fair. My sister works probation and a lot of them don't get the resources they need for mental health as well. Mm. So they're going through traumatic situations. They have PTSD. Mm -hmm. And so here you go. You don't take care of them. And then they end up in these situations to where they're trigger happy. Right.
0: Right. And it's, it's absolutely crazy. And, and, that's, that's the other thing is, like, I, I just think our democracy is just so threatened right now. Now they're starting to figure out, like, almost all the Supreme Court justices are on the take. Oh. This is the biggest, the highest court in the land, and they're making decisions. You know, they're talking about Sandra Day O'Connor. Remember her back in the day? I remember. Uh, remember when George W. Bush uh, and Al Gore basically tied Mm-hmm. And it went to the Supreme Court. It mm-hmm. was a conservative court at the time. And they said she was totally responsible in handing the presidency of the United States to George Walker Bush. Mm. And that that to me is tragic because Trump felt like, hey, I can do the same thing with the Supreme Court. Well, so did a whole bunch of other people. Real rich, influenced, uh, you know, people connected are basically, you know, giving trips and buying houses and so on and so forth. And now they're saying it's not just Clarence Thomas. There's a few of them. That's the reason why they're not doing anything about Clarence Thomas. Because there's a few of them. If we start looking into their books and finding out what they've purchased and all the other things that's going on with them. Then, we, then we're going to figure out, okay, everybody's on the take.
1: But are we really surprised, Unfortunately.
0: I'm not. Well, no, because you look at the NRA, you know, we we circle back to our original conversation about guns and people walking next door and shooting people in your yard. You know, you got to understand the NRA wants you to keep those guns and they do this fake outrage about your Second Amendment rights and so on and so forth. Like they're coming to get your guns. No, we're trying to get war weapons off the streets. Huh.
1: You know, it's it. Uh, whenever I would say the Pledge of Allegiance when I was in school mm-hmm. with liberty and justice for all Mm-mm. joke. Yeah. A joke because justice. Right. So you can pay. You can pay again the Supreme Court justices to be in your favor. Mm-hmm. So what justice? Right.
0: Right. Who's who's on the take? Yeah. Who needs a trip overseas? Huh. Well, turns out Clarence Thomas and his wife, Jen um, A., <laughs> and they're not denying it. They're saying, "Oh, okay, well I'll I'll just change my, you know, my tax references. I made a mistake." How do you make a mistake on like, you know, a 300,000, I mean, a a 2 million dollar home? How how do you do that?
1: I think that's what blows my mind, right? I yeah. I look at these instances of individuals who are so corrupt. Mm -hmm. Yet they go unscathed. And then you look at when President Barack Obama was in office Uh, and literally down to where were you born? And, you know, we need birth to like literally how scrutinized he was. Right. uh There was no corruption with him. No. Yet the way that he but it's like with these individuals, it's almost like, oh, excuses after excuse there, you know, how are they not locked up? Right, I, but we know. Like, even though Clarence Thomas ain't white, right? He's he's there's the a black man that yeah, you but know he's a does. Conservative black yeah, man.
0: he's one of ours. He's one of the good old boys. He's good. Yeah, he's he's good to us. Uh, and I thought something that was funny I saw the other day about um, how there's some people in the in the uh, Republican Party saying that uh, everybody's scared of Trump. They're claiming that Trump's masculinity intimidates Democrats. What? <laughs> Uh, is that what intimidates uh, Democrats or people?
2: What is masculinity? Or the
0: potential, the, or the potential to be uh, sexually assaulted in a, uh, in a dressing room. Hello? Okay. Is, is that his masculinity? What really,
1: masculinity?
0: It was funny because somebody wrote They said, hmm, between the dyed bouffant hair, the makeup, <laughs> the shoe lifts, the girdle, and the soft, <laughs> doughy body, it's hard to say what part of that is, you know, intimidating.
1: <laughs> his orange tan. Right. <laughs>
0: They think a grown-ass man who throws temper tantrums and demeans other people as masculine? I'm Gosh. like, oh, that's good stuff. You know, Twitter will get you. Yeah, they will. You, you guys, you just, you know, Donald Trump Jr. And, and all his minions just need to shut up. They do. They do. Because, you know, people are going to come get you all. And that's the bottom line. You guys are sitting up here and trying to prank this guy off like he's a, this guy is a a sick man. He is not well. He's not well. He's not. And, and, and... You're trying to play him up to be, oh, he has to be our president. No, it's dangerous. He's dangerous. If he were to get elected, you know what we're going to go back to, guys?
1: I don't even want to talk about it, man.
0: And I know Melania's not coming back. Mm. She's talking about moving to Europe. Get away from this dude. I mean, he's embarrassed her. Oh, yeah. You know, all this stuff is embarrassing. She's got to sit up there and hold his hand.
1: I don't feel like she initially thought she was going to have to sign up for something like this in the first place. Right. All that stuff coming out. And I hate to say it. I felt like she played the role more of a escort, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. (laughs)
0: Well, you know what? Eventually you're going to get the guy on. Yeah. You guys do know it. It's going to be wire fraud. Yeah. Wire fraud. Everybody goes to jail for wire fraud. Basically what you do is you tell a lie and you make money off that lie. That's what they did. They raised $250 million by telling people that this election was rigged, and it was a lie. And all they have to prove is that they knew that they were lying. Mm. It's a scam. Yeah. That's how they get some of those preachers, man, that are selling stuff, you know, and then you, as soon as you wire something, if anybody sends you a cash app or anything that's going over the wire, then that's wire fraud. Yeah. You lie to them to get their money.
1: Lock them up, man. Yeah. Th- that's
0: up. that's a real trip but anyway uh, yeah today we're gonna have a lot of fun uh of course um uh we'll be having some um funny stuff that we do from the russ parr morning show it is it, it deter it's it's to be determined whether it is funny or not <laughs> but we're gonna let you guys make that call that's just what we're gonna do okay um of course, we'll we'll hear from um, Tanisha Nicole and on all the stuff that bothers her and the do's and don'ts on you know eating out and what they're doing with your food nowadays. Uh, uh, it's it's a problem. Anyway, uh, stay right there, and of course uh, we got some more on the way. It's the Russ Podcast. This artificial intelligence stuff is scary, mm-hmm. and the reason it's why it's so scary is because it will take a lot of people's jobs. That's but not the only thing, reason. Well, the other thing is that it can make mistakes,
2: mm-hmm. and, and that's not the only reason.
0: Because I just read where uh, this guy from uh, Google quit his job, and he's kind of like the father of AI. And yeah, they call him. The he Godfather says it's dangerous. Did you see why well, he said it was dangerous?
2: Yeah, because guess what? AI can write code. It can mm-hmm. learn unexpected, dangerous behavior, just like I Robot or I Whatever it was with Will with Smith, the, with the Smith movie. Will Smith movie, Yes. I mean it it will somebody eventually can call
3: you somebody can call you and it sound like one of your loved ones yep, yeah exactly. he
2: says they could eventually learn, learn I'm going to quote unexpected dangerous behavior and that such systems will eventually power killer robots Right. and here's the thing you don't know what's true the reason he quit google he started the whole thing he started chat B- gpt J- chat gpt yeah. and he says he's scared of the technology means people won't know what's true and what's not you thought fake news was fake you're yeah. really not going to know what's real, and I saw where the the who is it the vice president of Google now mm. says that they they didn't put this language into the the bot. It's called right. Bart, actually, right? And it learned it. It lear- AI learned AI learned this language See, on scary. its own. Yeah. They didn't put it in yeah. there. Yeah, it's we, an ancient language, and people were saying
1: that you could have AI uh, have the voice of a parent call their child and say, hey, yes. meet me at such you. and such, yeah. or hey, and oh. they could get kids that way well, because yeah. they, that's hey, that's they're nice. talking to it, their moms or dads.
3: It sounds you, like your loved right. one. It yeah. takes yeah. them a few yeah. yeah. seconds to yeah. record yes. your voice, and then See, there, I've been it can where with
0: it. They've been doing AI with musical artists. Mm. Like they had Drake and, and yeah. somebody else, yeah. and then mm-hmm. weekend did a song together, mm. and it sounds yeah. just like them.
1: Rihanna yes. sound amazing. She sounds yeah. better on some of the songs that right. she they had, they did AI Drake, on. They
4: had Drake doing Megan Thee Stallion song. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Well, and they're getting know, millions
0: of views. As a writer, and, and this is what, what a lot of the writer strike is all about, they're saying that because people are using AI to generate scripts yeah. that some mm-hmm. of these big companies are going to start counting on it. They'll just put in certain information and the AI will write your whole script. Yep. Right. That's right. And to me, that that is devastating because that yeah. takes writers that writers will be no longer be needed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the creativity is just gone. It's just going by information that it has and it draws exactly. on and just makes that script. Forget
1: That's
2: about right. college. Thing about college. The papers can you and imagine? Yeah. that you do for school. You can AI
0: put it together for you.
2: Yeah. And this AI really uses words like I, I tried it. Uh, I tried Google's Bard and it used words that it shouldn't. No, understand like right. soul and well, I, I've uh, seen iRobot
0: and mm-hmm. I'm saying if that can happen, we're in trouble. We are mm-hmm. in trouble. Uh, listen, the other day Nick Cannon, uh, he made some uh, comments about Red Table Talks mm-hmm. and I always thought that Nick and Will were really close because mm. I think early on in his career, you know, I think uh, Will used to help Nick a little bit and so right. on and so forth but for him to go off the rails a little bit about Jada, listen to this. If there was no red table talk,
4: then no, you, no, 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 he, he, no, 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 you wouldn't have no, no, no. slapped the out of Chris Rock.
3: No, 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 no,
1: no.
4: Are Brother, you talking honest. about just that situation? I'm talking about that toxic table. The, no, it no, is no, not no. To- the It's the an table honest table. table. An Too much honesty can get your ass slapped in the face. We've seen Where, this.
0: A good slap is what people need sometimes. That table is toxic. Keep that in you all sales. I'm getting a red table. You should get a red
4: table by yourself. themselves. that table.
2: You know what it is? Uh Think about Nick Cannon and all his women besides Mariah. He gets to come and go as he any way he wants in their lives. Right. Mm -hmm, Right. Well, Jada's not doing that. So I feel like there's a little bit of hate on Jada because Jada, you know, I'm not going to say she runs her man, but that seems like, you know, he cares about her feelings. I don't know that Nick has the same relationship with all his baby mamas.
4: Well no, I don't I wouldn't say that she runs them. She she does stuff that affects him. And he really can't say anything. Because Nick Cannon was kind of taking up for him saying, I feel bad for my boy because they made all these memes out of him and all that stuff. So he's placing blame on mamas. her.
2: I feel sorry for all your baby mamas.
4: Well that's that's not that's a different
2: but
0: whole conversation. Saying. But where where does Will take responsibility for what Jada says about him? I, I there's gotta be some conversations outside of the red table talk. But like, who, hey, do we do we really need to bring all this stuff but up? I only but that's what
1: Red Table Talks is about. But I agree with Nick. I think, and a lot of people have said this, Frida's, What's private is private, and it didn't have to come to the red table. I feel like she brought it to the red table to get her ratings. And that's just my opinion.
4: And even before that, even before that with the um with the August Alcina stuff, how dumb he looked when they sat there and had that conversation. They made memes out about that too.
2: But I think it's what it is. I think they wanted Red Table Talks to be a very honest conversation. And I also think Everybody was talking about the August Alcina thing. Everybody was talking about the slap. So they decided they wanted to address it. Now, if it had been Beyonce and Jay-Z, you would have never heard another thing about it. Yeah. However, with Nick?
3: It is toxic. It was toxic. I mean, Mm -hmm. and that did bring a lot of drama. I mean, I don't think... I mean, he was telling the truth. That has nothing to do with him crapping on Will. But Will did put him on when he was 17. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, the thing is, is that I, I think that Will... Sitting down and actually talking about that, I mean it just gave him it just put him he put himself on blast a little well, bit. Well, yeah, I don't like
2: it when people when men sit down and talk about their feelings.
1: No, they can talk no. about their feelings. No. I just I just feel like she didn't appreciate the way Jada did the whole thing, calling it an entanglement. It just seemed as if she was trying to make herself seem a certain way. <clears throat> and his masculinity and masculinity was Mm -hmm. questioned by other men in terms of, oh, you just going to let her do those
0: things? But, you know, I almost think it it came off to me at the time that he was okay with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I felt like they all, I felt like... No, I did too. He looked so demoralized at that table. He looked... So sad at that table.
4: Right, he was in a win lose situation because he ha- he felt like he had to say something, or if he didn't say nothing, he was going to get crapped on. So no matter what happened, he was going to continuously get crapped on.
0: And then that morphed into slapping Chris Rock. Yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. yeah. everybody oh, called yeah. him a punk yeah. for allowing August to just have his wife. Yeah, you
0: know, mm. basically. Well, I, I don't know. I I don't know how I would have reacted, but I think at the same time, you know, going on there and having a conversation about it. And, and keeping that going i think put him in a precarious situation yeah
2: it did they had show it, it did it everybody's was really? waiting for it but do you Absolutely. think they'll do another show
0: yes they'll do another red table talk somebody's going to pick that up that was a, success, a successful show yes so why not do it but what Nick was saying, man, I want all that personal stuff about that man. <laughs> right, exactly. yeah. that's their house. Meanwhile,
4: I don't want to be in their kitchen. His business.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. This brings up a question, and and I don't like to bring up race, but it's just so prevalent nowadays, and hmm. everybody seems to all oh, this woke this and woke that, and I just been kind of really disappointed in Bill Maher because mm-hmm. he's gone kind of to the right. Yeah,
1: yeah. man. He's you changed know. up.
0: This, this, he, he he thinks he's making this powerful statement about wokeism, but a lot of people equate wokeism to black people.
2: Yeah. You know? And Jewish people.
0: Right. It's like you're trying to be politically correct and, and the whole nine. But let me let me get away from that end because I always thought that he was a safe place to tell the truth mm. or, or or give his opinion and don't necessarily agree with it, but he's changed.
2: Yeah, he has. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't Definitely. watch it anymore. Yeah. I don't watch anymore because I'm going to get mad. Switched
0: yeah. up. But, you know, it, it made me think about, you know, some people are just so desensitized to the racism that is just prevalent in our faces. Mm-hmm. And which brings up a question, how old were you? Because I can tell you when I first first saw racism in full action. Mm-hmm. I think I was a little kid. I was watching the news. And in Boston, they were throwing rocks at little black kids that were getting off of a school bus. Mm-hmm. And I remember crying. Why are they doing that? What's going on? And so my mom and my father used to try to shield me Mm-hmm. from some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it came on TV, I was horrified. Mm-hmm. And the anger I saw on people's faces. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when you saw I when I got to junior high school, that's when I realized oh, I'm different. Mm-hmm. Oh, so see, but you mm-hmm. grew up
2: in California. Yeah, right,
0: right, and pretty diverse. Yeah,
2: I grew up in Texas where I was in a black school until high school. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really did and even in high school I really didn't see it. I think in middle school when I learned about the history of Texas, right, um, is where I really thought, "Wow, this place is racist." You
3: know, I think the worst thing that I saw that just jumps out to me was probably Rodney King on television.
0: Sure, sure. I was like, "That's the police." Because we saw it
2: live. I mean, mean,
0: what But though the worst thing is when they walked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know, it's it's like. When we watch what happened with the Tennessee Three, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where there were uh, there was a white woman and two black men mm-hmm. that were being you know suspended or actually removed, yeah. uh, from the the state legislature, they got rid of the two black guys <laughs> and left the white woman.
2: How blatant! Yeah. Yeah. How
0: blatant! But, you know, and you think Tennessee, you know, right wing, you sure. know, all that, but you know there are a lot of Republicans that were in that legislature and say, mm-hmm. hey, man. They, they got on the chair. They said, You made us look racist.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, now you did it to yourself. Actually. Yeah, we didn't Well, make
0: but, like, right? but, you know, they can only vote a certain kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Here's the, the thing
2: vote. all Republicans aren't racist. No, they're not. Because no. there are a lot of racist
0: they're Democrats. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: people, but it's because the Republican Party has gone so, so crazy conservative yeah. on so many racial issues. Well,
0: Isaiah Washington, you know, our buddy, I actually talked to him the other day. Oh. But see when I call Isaiah, because Isaiah will talk, I will I was, say, Hey, listen, I'm on the set. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, like when
2: you call Tanisha. Right. I'll be like, Tanisha I'm
0: on the set, man. You were just we were just talking about you on the set, talking about how great of the actor is and and you know, he respects that. Well, yeah. Russ, go go on and shoot your movie. Right. But anyway, um, he's catching hell from everybody online. Why? Uh, because he says his best school teachers were KKK members.
4: Wow. What? Now, he, he likes that? to,
0: like, you know, Stir embellish things pie? and so on and so forth, but uh. we don't know. He grew up in Texas, and he said they were known KKK members, and he told a story that I could relate to because I experienced it. He said that I, my mom would always let my little white friends come in the house, and she'd feed them and so on and so forth, but when he went to their house... He had to stand outside. Mm. I experienced that and didn't know what it was right. mm. because my mom was trying to shield me from the ugliness. And I, I
4: experienced that as a youth too. My my parents were from a small town in North Carolina called Fremont. We when we were younger, they used to have KK Riley, KKK rallies like mm. down the main street in the in the uh, city, and mm-hmm. there were certain places they told us we could not go. Oh, you
2: but hey. So, when you're driving through yeah, Texas listen. and through these small towns, yep. there's are still sundown t- towns. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. you have to be youth careful. Youth. And tell and you tell people what understand. sundown towns are. Sundown town means you. If you are of color, you don't want to be in that town after the sun goes down.
0: Mm. Well, he's catching heck from everybody because he says they were some of my best teachers. I don't you know, know that. I,
2: I don't know that. I, I don't believe. know
0: about that. But that's you know. I say he's got to be First off, he's
2: from Texas. He's a. am thinking about his age. Ain't no white people let you come over to their house. And you did not have no white people. Let you, I just don't. Exactly. I'm sorry. Sorry.
0: I just don't believe him. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let him know. Yeah. All right. Tell he walked, yeah. I,
4: he, I know it doesn't matter. Call
0: but. him. Time now for Parpery News. A school principal and a bear jumped out and made a run for it after the animal popped out of a dumpster and the two were face to face.
1: That's scary.
0: Wow. My little nephew. Oh, my gosh. Nico. Uh, if the sun is down, um, I would ask him, you know, when he's over, like, hey, man, can you take the trash out? <laughs> and uh-huh. he always kind of looks at me. Hilarious. Because one time a raccoon came out of the trash can wow. yeah. when he was younger, and he never forgot about that. Trauma. Yes. Yes. I, and it's like... I always kind of wait till the sun goes down. Hey, Nico, can that's you evil. take the trash out? Oh, that's evil because y'all got too many
2: bushes. Uh-uh. Uh,
0: yeah. And um, no, this, this principal, man, he went to ch- take out the trash. First of all, what are you doing taking out the trash? And uh, he opens up the darn thing, and there it is. This, <laughs> this, Fritis, I would freak out. Well, First off,
2: I would freak. I don't do nothing at night outside. That's number one. That's not But true. secondly, you're trying to tell me the bear. <laughs> Abbott, how would you climb into the trash? Well, do you climb in? You're,
0: you're oh. the, you're the um, animal that jumped All right. out. That's I knew you guys were going to tee off on each oh, other. God. But I got to ask you guys ask a question. Because, you know, because you grew up on a farm. and You run a whole lot of the wilderness animals. Mm-hmm. Not bears. How do you get uh-huh. away from a bear? Do you zigzag huh. when you run? You
2: don't run. run. Oh, you, you don't, don't run. You try to make yourself appear big and make noise. Yeah, don't But can you
4: juke? Them. no you can no. hit him no. in you the nose no have you seen no. cocaine bear no i haven't <laughs> I heard that, really movie, that movie is hilarious <laughs> but man. i know you've seen it i know you've seen it that that. yeah it was funny um, and but you know no.
3: here lately they've been spotting bears in places that they never had bears before yeah
4: because they're looking yeah. for food
3: yeah
0: so you just walk away from a bear soup is that what you do well, no. You want to get big, away. like
3: Freddie said. You want to get loud. You want to get big. You know. You want to try make to intimidate them. Fear you. Yeah, yeah.
2: they don't want to fight you. They don't want to unless they're But when threatened. they go up on their hind legs. It's oh, a wrap.
4: Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, yeah. And some people are crazy. I was watching uh, Married at First Sight the other day, and they went on like a little retreat in the woods. Yeah. And they would they saw that it was a bear, a couple of bears out in their front yard, and like all the black dudes, like I'm not going out there. But you know, the one white guy was like, I'm gonna go out there and go talk <laughs> to them. Yeah. I'm See, here's the
0: Mm -hmm. problem. If you're out in their territory, their cubs may be nearby. That's exactly. when you're danger. That's right. Oh, that's right. Exactly. They don't mean to mess with calls. you. Okay. That that's a big thing. Oh, by the way, a United passenger is banned from future flights after witnesses say he punched a crew member and tried to jump out of the plane. Crazy. Oh, of course you should Lord. be banned. Crazy. <laughs> here's, here's here's my thing. I avoid punching somebody. Just open up the plane and, and the door and just get out. Right, bro. Mm. Okay. Three thousand feet. Pump. You know. Was he drunk?
2: What? Like, what was his deal? Why would you try to Who jump knows? out of the
0: plane? But I'm telling you this: when I get on an airplane and I sit down and I hear somebody that's unusually loud. Mm-hmm.
4: everybody's looking at the flight attendant.
0: You know that's going to be a problem, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Right. And, right.
4: And it was crazy because there was another uh, flight where there was an unruly passenger, so mm-hmm. they polled the, the, all the rest of the passengers. They said, raise your hand if you want them to get kicked off. And oh, they, did they go <gasps> on the speaker? And, yeah, what? And they kicked, and they yeah. kicked the person off. Oh, oh, nice. I, love it. I love it. It's a democratic
0: society, y'all. Yes. love that. Oh, there it is, y'all. Popery News. <laughs> 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 Time now for another public service from the Russ Parr Morning Show. Eight things people expect flight attendants to do that aren't their jobs.
2: Oh, let me hear it. Let okay. me hear
0: it. Y'all need to know because I hear people asking people to do stuff that they really shouldn't be doing. Number one, they ask flight attendants, attendants to be happy 100% of the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's impossible. It is. I mean, you, you really pretty much have to smile all the time and fake it for, for those unruly passengers. That happens.
2: I mean, you do kind of, I mean, it is kind of, I mean, never mind.
0: And I know Number if- seven, another thing that you ask flight attendants to do that's not their job, go through the ch- trash to find something you lost. Wow. Oh, oh hell no. That's bold. Hell no. I left my dentures on my on my <laughs> meal tray. Oh,
1: no. Can, oh you, no.
0: can you rummage through there and see if you can all find right. them? Oh, that's They're gross. pretty large. <laughs> Here, here's another thing that flight attendants say that people ask them to do. Can you change? Change the weather. What? Okay, what? Oh, that's so steep. It's like they have a direct nature. Right. Okay. Can you? It's like when there's a little lightning outside because you're just thinking you're in this big cylinder metal thing that that lightning's right. going to hit. And a lot of times it hits the plane and you guys don't even know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they said, can you change t- It's, it's thunderstorming out there. I see lightning. Can y'all change it? Can you fly around it? Somebody uh, You can't tell. <laughs> um, The other thing that we ask flight attendants to do that they can't do is hold connecting flights. Can you just call down there and say it's your fault yeah, that we're we do late? Do to- yeah. We do. We do do that. You know, it, it, the only thing they can do is say, hey, like, there are a lot of people trying to m- connect. Uh, can you stand aside and let them off the plane first? Right. And of course, a lot of people don't to ab- bother. And like, people don't oblige. do it. And that's you, know, you, you have to run when you get off the flight. Right. Uh, here's another thing you do. You come on the plane with your own food. Hey, can you throw this in your microwave and <laughs> warm it up for me, please? <laughs>
2: oh. Especially baby bottle. Don't think I haven't done it.
0: How about some ribs from Dickie's Okay. i uh, Number three, have an unlimited supply of food that you want. Okay. You know how you get your tray of food or whatever, and it's like you really like the dessert. Can I have another one of these desserts? Yeah, give me all the cookies. They don't come I don't individually. Want they don't come individually. They mm. come with that plate of food. Okay, so you're gonna have to take that number well, stop two. Stop being stingy. Right. Can you fix flight delays, please? Mm. They think flight attendants have, you know, listen, let me just click this magical button and <laughs> and we'll have a flight crew here. Because a lot of times those right. flights, oh, we had mechanical issues. No, you had no crew. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not really yeah. telling the truth. They didn't get the rest they were supposed to. And the number one thing that really irritates the hell out of flight attendants that you guys expect them to do is right. put your bags in the overhead bin. <laughs>
2: Oh, are you serious yeah. they're not supposed to help you with that?
4: <laughs> no. Some of those right. bags are it's so better. heavy. Yeah.
0: Your 200-pound bag. And this lady's like 142 pounds. How's she exactly. going to pick that up? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they're supposed to. Do you no.
4: want it to fit? You
2: got to be able to, like, they come in. No. Okay, no, I'm glad you time, told me. Tell me the something. The only
4: time they deal with it is when they're trying to close it. They might have to push it in or something yeah. right. so like that. To arrange it. it a little bit. But that's something that they left off that we found out. that um, Because when we did that story about the uh, baseball player's wife that had to clean up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody called in. They said they represented the uh, airline stewardesses and stewards. And they said they d- it's not their job to clean up the plane. So, if wow.
2: like, Okay, well, whoever job. job it is, it's not mine neither. No, I agree. Is the problem. Yeah. It's not
0: my job either. Oh, well, it's, it's a thankless job, but they get paid pretty good from what I understand. Well, there it is, the Russ Podcast. And I want to thank Tanisha Nicole, our producer. Make sure you listen on the Apple Podcast app, urban1podcast.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, talk to you next week.